0: Today is September the 7th. What is the kingdom of God? Let's find out together as we look at that phrase throughout the New Testament. I mentioned yesterday that today we would uh, look at the kingdom of God. Now, the reason for that is because... In the three passages from Paul, Galatians 5, 1 Corinthians 6, and Ephesians 5, in each passage Paul uses the phrase, such as these shall not inherit the kingdom of God. Now that's an unusual phrase to be repeated in these three passages so clearly. It leads me to believe that what Paul is actually doing in these three passages, Galatians 5, 19 to 21, 1 Corinthians 6, 9 to 11, and Ephesians 5, 3 to 5, Paul is actually quoting some form of early Christian creed, or at least early Christian teaching and teaching when something like this these people shall not inherit the kingdom of God and then you get a list of sins a list of vices a list of things to look out for well if it's that important to Paul that he quotes early Christian teaching here, then we should probably go back and look a little bit anyway at what that phrase, Kingdom of God, actually means. The word Kingdom occurs 162 times in uh, the New Testament. Over half of those times is in reference to God's kingdom. It is called alternately the kingdom of God. In Matthew, predominantly the kingdom of heaven. And that is uh, just because Matthew, being a good Jewish author, is very careful when he can to not use the word God and instead refer to God sort of obliquely Um, it's a circumlocution it is uh, saying something that we know what he's saying but he doesn't actually have to say God so he says kingdom of heaven Luke and Mark writing primarily for a Roman audience isn't concerned about that so they just say kingdom of God Paul as well says kingdom of God now Matthew refers to the kingdom of God or the kingdom of heaven or simply his kingdom or kingdom of the father but obviously about the kingdom of God 49 times in his gospel mark 14 times Luke 38 times But when we get to the book of John, every bit as long as the other Gospels, only five times. The book of Acts mentions the kingdom of God seven times, each time it refers back to the understanding of the Gospels. And when we come to Paul, he uses the phrase kingdom of God, or kingdom of the Father, or "kingdom." OF THE MESSIAH, KINGDOM OF CHRIST, 13 TIMES. FOUR OF THEM IN THE PASSAGES THAT WE'VE READ WITH THE LIST OF SINS SAYING, SUCH AS THESE SHALL NOT INHERIT THE KINGDOM OF GOD. ONE OTHER TIME THAT PAUL USES KINGDOM OF GOD VOCABULARY THAT I think is very important is in 1st Corinthians 15 all through that chapter he does talk about the kingdom in verse 24 for example he says after that after the resurrection after all who belong to Christ are raised when Christ returns after that the end will come when he will turn the kingdom over to God the Father, having destroyed every ruler and authority and power. Here, Paul says very clearly, there is a kingdom of the world. Christ actually takes possession of that kingdom and then turns it over to God the Father. Then later in that chapter, talking about our resurrection, Listen to what he says in verses 50 to 53. What I'm saying, dear brothers and sisters, is that our physical bodies cannot inherit the kingdom of God. These dying bodies cannot inherit what will last forever. But let me reveal to you a wonderful secret. We will not all die, but we will all be transformed. It'll happen in a moment, in the blink of an eye, when the last trumpet is blown. For when the trumpet sounds, those who have died will be raised to live forever. And we who are living will also be transformed into bodies that will never die. Our mortal bodies must be transformed into Immortal bodies Now Our physical bodies Paul says at the start of this section Cannot inherit The kingdom of God But when we enter into his kingdom He will transform us That becomes important In what we are going to be looking at What does it mean to be a part of God's kingdom? Kingship, kingdom, is very important in Paul's day. It's a sign of citizenship to a particular reign. Paul is careful to use that citizenship terminology in other parts of the New Testament. What he's ultimately saying is we need to join God's kingdom. We need to be a part of what God is doing in his kingdom. So my question for you today, are you a citizen? Take a look at your life. Make sure that you have fully identified with Christ. Make sure that you are following Him. Make sure that you have turned over the reins of your life to Him. Please like, follow, and subscribe to this devotional on whatever platform you use to listen to it. Email your questions to us at questions at becomehope.com. Tomorrow, we'll ask the question, is what we do really important?